out there welcome Yay. welcome to it's a mom's life on active fm with me d and tando so we're gonna get into this last week we spoke about things to you know that you need to look out for um that could be hazardous to your children and it may be a good thing to even go on and listen you know to the show if you've missed it because there's there may be some things that you um can pick up on that you didn't even think about previously being a new mom can be daunting, especially if you don't have someone to help you or, you know, you don't have your mother around to mm. show you, you know, what to do and what not to do. So today we are looking at some of the common questions mom would ask and hopefully this will help you if you're a new mom. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome. It's a very zero. Can you hear them? Okay, so these questions are common questions that um, MamaB.com has recorded um, that are asked by parents or moms. And I mean, I'm sure there's so many more and we could probably do, you know, another two or three shows on this because there's Mm. just so much more. So, you know, uh, message us on Facebook. um, Tell us your questions that you would like answered. But the first one that they came up with or that was um, quite popular was how long should I breastfeed? It says on MamaB.com. Now, I tried breastfeeding for up to a year, and I just couldn't do the teeth biting thing. (laughs) So eventually I stopped. But according to mamabee.com, it's recommended to breastfeed babies for the first six months. Mm -hmm. This helps avoid food intolerance and protects your baby from any um, infectious diseases. After that, you can still breastfeed and gradually introduce other food. The longer you breastfeed, the longer you and your baby can benefit from its health effects. So, I know in some cases people say um, to breastfeed for up to a year or even two years. But I think, you know, it starts getting a bit weird after the age of two. Yeah, so, know, I don't know. At two years old, this person is a full-grown human being with teeth. So, yeah. no, um, if you do that, God bless you. If you breastfeed after two, God bless you. Yeah, I know. The second question is, how often should I sterilize bottles and Persifiers. Keeping your baby safe is top priority, obviously, moms, right? So it's important to regularly sterilize the bottles and the pacifier. So it's recommended to sanitize them before first use and then frequently after that. However, it is not necessary to do it after every use, as some people did. Not mm. me. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can wash them on a daily basis after that and just put them on the dishwasher dryer there on top so they don't fall through the bottom. As simple as that. So just to reiterate, we are getting our, our um, information from mamabee.com. Yeah. And like this, this was like, ah, guys, I'm like, I was, I was so paranoid at one point. Um, like every feed, uh, I would go and, you know, drive myself crazy and rinse out, or not rinse, not rinse, like literally like clean out and put in sterilize and um, you know, so I feel a little stupid now. I know, so, you're not the only one, eh? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, so you know, next time if I have another baby, so Tando, you can start now. Um, you know yes. We'll just do it once a day then. <laughs> We're going to be listening to a song now from Reactive, the movement, called Passion. So enjoy.
name is Minion and I'm a worship leader at Hillsong Church, Pretoria. And um, you are listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Okay, so that was awesome. The next one is not a fantastic topic. Green poop. Is green poop normal? That's a good one. Yes, uh, it is normal for your newborn to excrete green poop, or it's actually called meconium. Sometimes it maybe looks even blackish, since it's composed of materials um, ingested inside the uterus. Um, it's going to come out viscous and sticky and like odorless. Um, from being dark olive green, it'll eventually become lighter in shade when breastfeeding. Your baby's pupil look either yellow or green. Mm. So yes, ladies, um, you know it's important to look at the uh, the color of your child's stool <laughs> because the color tells you a lot about your baby's health. Mm. So from the first excretion, which is is like you know greenish, blackish, mm. tar looking, to to when you're breastfeeding, to when you do formula formula to to when um, they start eating, it's all important to know what the color looks like and what the colors are. Um, and if they're bad, such as black stool at an older age, you know, would probably need medical attention. You would you would need to watch something like that. And I've even, some of my kids, some, well, my kids, and it happened to both of them where their, their stool actually came out like white mm. and like i even got like really nervous about that but apparently it's not good if it carries on so sometimes these things happen so we don't wow. stress but to know the the color of your child's stool is important especially um you know if they're at an age where they're not looking at it themselves just keep an eye out sure that's interesting because i never thought to like pay attention to that if it's yeah. white or green or i mean usually it's like green or yellowish yes and then that's i'm like oh whatever but yeah. it's not a thing that i'm like every time i change i'm like paying attention to the color <laughs> what color is it yeah, don't but get paranoid no, it's a good thing to know because when you're saying now it was white it's like but why yeah Did the doctor tell you why so no i didn't go to the doctor oh, actually okay, yeah okay. Uh, i do not um don't google stuff people yes. it's very bad but i did happen to that at that point but sometimes it could be a mucosal problem where the um where something in the liver i think is not clearing out stuff like it should um and then it needs to be checked but i mean it only happened like once or twice if it carries on happening it's a good idea to go to the doctor no, that's, that's good to know thank you denise cool thank you to yes <laughs> The next question is, how do I clean my baby's umbilical cord? I think this is a good one. Because mm -hmm. also when I had my first child, I was terrified of that thing. Because it looked sensitive, Aww. it looked sore, it looked all the things. So it will take about one to two weeks before the umbilical cord dries up and falls off. In the meantime, it will need proper care to avoid irritation and infection. So you yeah. understand why I was freaking out. Yeah. Maybe some moms will be freaking out too, <laughs> you know, yeah. especially if it's a first child. You can consult your pediatrician on how to properly clean it. The general rule, however, is to keep the area clean and dry yeah. and, you know, let it heal naturally. And for me, I use surgical spirit with all yeah. my kids. Because that's what was recommended by, you know, the doctors. Clean it after every nappy change. Just clean it with the cotton wool and, yeah. you know, the umbilical cord around the... Navel area. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it looks very painful, but it's actually not. Yeah. So I'm a pro now because I'm doing it... Well, I did it a few weeks ago with my, 
newborn yeah. and it fell off. So yeah. it's not that bad, but it is quite scary. <laughs> the first time you yes. encounter that thing, you're like, oh, is it painful? Am I hurting him? And yeah, it's actually normal. So, so just, yeah, can I just reiterate, ladies, do not um, take it off yourself. Let it fall off, okay? Please, don't uh, Just do don't that. you think, that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, don't <laughs> do that because that can cause infections. Um, yes. So, the next one, should I wake a sleeping baby to feed him? Hmm. hmm. So, it says in mamabee.com, several factors affect whether you should wake a sleeping baby for feeding, including age, weight, and overall health. It's important to feed your baby frequently during the first few weeks to help um, regain the weight lost from birth. This means you'll have to occasionally wake your baby for feeding. You can stop doing this once your baby develops a pattern of weight gain. Um so a wise doctor once said to me, this is like my, you know, experience, that you, should, you shouldn't wake a baby to feed, for them to feed, um, him or her to feed, because they'll wake up and feed when they're hungry. Now I'm saying that it's important to follow your own doctor's advice, especially with their health issues. Every child is different. different. You, yeah. can't, you can't go, oh, Denise did it, so I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I had a baby that was underweight, so you want to find that professional yeah. to tell you what to do and what not to do. Yeah, and there was a time where I, I actually decided on my own that I would wake the child and feed the child, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's you, do speak to the professionals. Don't just, you know, not do it yeah. um, because it might be important. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true because with my latest baby now, he had jaundice. Mm. So he was being treated in the blue light. So every two hours, so he had to feed. I had to feed him on demand because yeah. it helped breastfeeding or whether it's bottle or whatever. It helps flush out, you know, the the That's jaundice good. from the baby. Okay. So I had to wake him up every two hours to feed if he didn't wake up. But he was waking up anyway. But if he didn't, I would definitely wake up because it was necessary for yes for the situation yes. that There's he a was in. Issue, yeah. Yeah. So definitely, like Denise said, follow your you know your professional's advice, whoever your doctor is, and say for health reasons, do this or do that. Definitely. We're going to listen to Hosanna from Skywalker featuring TJ. Skywalker, me singing Hosanna, Hosanna, singing Hosanna, 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 Hemi singing Hosanna. Oh, Santa. No, there's not no fable. I can't doubt my Lord is able. Born right out of stable, eating at the royal table. Scripture sweet like maple. Don't hang with fools, this ain't April. Man, this world unstable. Is this what you trusting in? Without Christ, how you gon' win? How is you gon' win? When I came to Christ, I started battling my sin. See you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end. Yeah, see you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end. To die in Christ, that's game. Man, it's worth the pain I think it's insane to sell your soul for some fame Meditating on his word, he be dropping all them jewels Every time I listen, I feel like I'm back in school, yeah I singing Hosanna, Hosanna Singing Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna Hosanna, have me singing Hosanna, Hosanna No, this not no fable, got the one who made you Jesus coming back, dog. The Lord is my shepherd. I will never lack, dog. Lack, dog. Jesus died for your sins, and that's a fact, dog. 
don't split up time right in half I like you do the math before Christ I was dead all in my trespass if I sin Holy Spirit gonna just that gotta repent treasure my mind gotta be set preaching my lines reading the word yes yeah, the fine end of the age yes yeah, the time yeah second Timothy chapter 3 oh, when I step aside that's what I see you You can find us on the gram, you feel me? Instagram at Active Worship, we on books, you feel me? Facebook, click the follow since you're in it, keep listening. Apple Music, oh, it got you dancing, keep streaming. Spotify, it got you smiling, keep streaming. Oh, and Deezer, got your moves looking easy, cause we cool like that. Search Active Worship and listen, cause we cool like that. Christ music is hot music. <laughs> Check out the amazing music by Active Worship on all platforms. Okay, so question six. When can I take my newborn out in public? That's a good one too. Yes. So, mommabee.com, there are no hard and fast rules when it comes to taking your newborn out in public. While some doctors and parents wait until their babies are a few months old, you can still take your newborn outside for a walk or for fresh air. However, it's best to avoid crowded places, which can expose your baby to disease. Um, so, you know, I guess now in COVID times, you know, mm, mm. things have changed. <laughs> Everyone has their, you know, views. But post-COVID, my baby came to church with me, like, days after I had him. Like, as in, like, maybe in four days, like, four days, like, like right there and then, um, you know, after I had him. And, and I, I'm happy to say he's fine. Mm. There's no hard and fast rule. Just trust God when it comes to that. So obviously, I know there's different... Um, you know, families and beliefs and traditions and all of that jazz. And, um, you know, you want to be able to uh, follow certain things, but also make sure that you're doing things for yourself and not just the mm. family and just because someone says so. Actually do it because you have a conviction. Or if, you know, if the child is obviously has a problem or is low in immunity, don't be silly and go and take them out. Um, you know, again, it's up to the, 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 the individual, the child and the health. Yeah, no, just to add on that, because, I mean, I gave birth during these COVID times. Mm. And, you know, before, if a mom needs to go bath or you need to go use the restroom or whatever, you would ask another mom to watch your baby. And if your baby cries, you know, that mom would take the baby and and console them. But now, like, that's not allowed at all. You're not allowed to touch anyone's baby. You let that baby cry and scream until the mother comes back because of COVID. They say, you know, what if you make this child sick? And it's, it's a real thing out there. To not touch other people's babies, you know, in public spaces where there's COVID, etc., etc. So be mindful of that. The next one is, what is the proper way to dress a newborn? I mean, these questions, they're so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really loving the, the, the questions here. So it's important to keep your newborn warm, right? 
So it is best to dress them in layers. However, you also need to make sure they're still comfortable to avoid them. So avoid wrapping them in heavy blankets. So when I went to the clinic for the three-day checkup for my baby, so I had just one layer, like a blank, just one blanket on him. And obviously he was dressed in a vest and a baby grow, whatever. Mm. And when I entered the, the room where the nurses are checking the babies in, they were like, oh, thank goodness you're not wrapping this child with layers and layers and yeah. layers of blanket. Because I think every mom just wants to keep their child warm and safe. And sometimes they say it's actually not good because other kids get too hot sure. and they can get a heat stroke. Yeah. You know, under those layers. So it's important to just dress them. Like, take it easy, especially in summer, moms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put layers yeah. and layers and layers and layers of blankets. As long as they, you know, dressed warm and they're wrapped nicely inside and they're comfortable. So they're not having fits and fainting under yeah. the blanket. And the next thing you open the blanket, you thought the baby was, you know, breathing. But now they've, yeah. yeah. A, Listen, babies can, can get hot. So I've often heard hmm. people say, um, you know, dress your child the way you would dress. So, like, if I'm hot today, um, I'm not going to put on two jackets and a blanket. Yeah. Um, same with your child. Your child is probably going to be hot too. So, you know, um, we're going to end off today. And that was felt a little bit short. So, we're going to try and find some more questions. Um, if you guys don't post, so make sure you post. So, 1 Peter 5 verse 7, um, it says, and it speaks, casting all your anxieties on him. Because he cares for you. That's awesome. You know, casting all your anxieties. Not just a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes we get like anxiety as a mom or we feel frustrated or we feel like, what am I doing the right thing? Cast all of that on him because he cares for you. God cares for you. Whatever the question, let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you. And if things like breastfeeding needs to be stopped due to certain reasons or, you, you know, don't feel bad or get frustrated. Just trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not sure, uh, you know, pray and ask God and ask him to lead you and guide you. Trust God in everything. Um, it's so important because I think we can, you know, condemn ourselves in yeah, terms of um, uh, I'd stopped breastfeeding early or I didn't breastfeed at all. Or, or I had a C-section and not a natural, whatever. You know, we can beat ourselves up about silly things like this. Um, don't. Just trust God. And yeah. if there's a decision that you need to make, um, you know, chat to your husband. If you don't have a husband, get to God, chat to God and go, Lord, I need you to lead me and guide me. I want to do your will here. So it's really important throughout motherhood, throughout parenthood, to make sure that you actually get into God. Mm, and good. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Get to God. Get to God, yes. So we're going to end off today. Oh, so we hope that you had an awesome time. Um, but we're going to chat more next week. We're going to end off with a song by Jay Moss called Love Like That. Enjoy, moms. Enjoy.
suffer brutality. Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.